Hi, I'm Mr. Kwonga. I'm Ian Wright. And I'm Ryan Hun. And collectively, we are the Stadio Podcast and Wrighty's House on the Ring FC feed. Yes, we are. We come to you three times a week on the Ring FC feeds. Bringing love. We're bringing love and football. So if you like zooming out and zooming in on football and all the stuff around it, make sure you follow Ring FC on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. How's that, Ry? I reckon I'll do. Yeah, man. My Eagle enthusiasts, it's Fairway Rolling, presented by FanDuel. Major season is here, and you can get in on all the long drives, big putts, and major moments with FanDuel. Check out live PGA Tour bets like longest drive, round leaders, matchups, birdie or better, and more. Plus, track every shot in the app and watch select par three holes while you place your bets. Download the app today and bet with FanDuel, the official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. You must be 21 years old or older and present in select states. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hello, friends, and welcome to this playoff edition of Fairway Rules, the golf podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I am your starter, Joe House. It's Sunday night, and there's exciting golf happening. I'm here to tell you it's happening in Toledo, Ohio. Uh, There was also a golf tournament down in Atlanta, Georgia. That golf tournament should be going to a playoff right now between Kevin Na and John Rahm, both of whom shot 14 under in this hot competition down in the ATL. But that's not what's happening. Our PGA Tour correspondent on the ground, Nate Hubbard, as always, is sitting right here on the Zoomer, blessing me with his beautiful locks. Nate Dog. How you doing, buddy? Is it weird that I spent more time watching the Solheim Cup and the Corn Ferry Tour Finals than this until the last couple of holes? It was fun to see Justin Thomas have to make a $600,000 putt. And 18 had a little bit of drama thanks to Patty Ice taking a Patty dump on 17. But otherwise, I don't know how... Is this the right format? You know what? Uh... It's the right format for the Who Gives a Shit Championship, <laughs> which we have. Yeah, for the money grab. Yeah, right. Like, 
of course it's not the right format. There are a million ways to skin this cat. We will only spend 60 seconds here on Fairway Rolling because there's lots of podcasts out there in the golf world where people have uh, made these very same complaints. And they're all viable, legitimate complaints because the format stinks. But, uh, you know, we're not here to try and and solve the PGA Tours, uh, you know, $60 million problem. They can figure out themselves if they're, Primary yeah. sponsors are happy with this um, goofball format. Then, then who are we to challenge? I mean, God forbid. This is the one thing I'll say, and and it's a point the Shotgun Start guys have made ten billion times, which is right. You can simultaneously have an award for somebody that wins the season, and also conduct an event called the Tour Championship, and you can have two people win. And show up on the stage. Congratulations for winning this four-round tournament. Congratulations for winning the season. Sometimes it'll be the same person. Yeah. Sometimes it won't be. But like we That's are what happened all, when Tiger won. Right. We're all grown adults. We're yeah. all capable of having simultaneously, you know, happy thoughts for, for two outcomes and rewarding um two champions at once. So that's the only comment I'll make. The problem is they awarded the FedEx Cup branding to FedEx, but they're so deeply invested in Eastlake with all of the charitable work they've done on the ground and the relationship with Coca-Cola and Southern Company. I don't think they can sort those two things out. And so we just have this sort of hodgepodge of, wait, who, you know, who's winning? Who is, who cares is, as you said, that, that we did, however, this week, learn some things. We learned some things about, the Ryder Cup in particular. And we also learned some things about maybe who should be player of the year. We also learned some things about who might have lied about their health status. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, there's and, a lot of it. We, you know, the the yeah. the happiest potential announcement of the entire week was the idea that Netflix might be getting involved with uh, well, it's not might be. They are getting involved. They yeah. ha- the the PGA Tour and Netflix have uh, combined forces and there is at least notionally a behind the scenes kind of show that could be like the outrageously interesting Formula One focused series Drive to Survive. The thing I wonder about, Nate, is the candor that is so important. Now, a lot of it we, we've come to understand from the Drive to Survive folks is is kind of, you know, manufactured drama we can live with that but will will the tour be able to permit that out of its own players will will we get any drama out of that show who who knows who knows let's hope so because there is a lot of drama behind the scenes and that's the point yes yeah. sir i mean interestingly this week there was no drama from the one guy who came in bringing all the dramas and that was Bryson. He was relatively anonymous this week. I think that's how he wanted it. Uh, not that he played any differently, but I think you know, him not being in the throes of competing maybe was a good thing for him. And we forecasted when we yeah. uh, did the show last week with, with KVV yeah. that this was a kind of a perfect um, opportunity for all the Bryson Fuhrer to hit, hit pause, that there was likely to be kind of a, a quiet week for Bryson. Not we, we didn't know how he was going to perform, but it just felt like even if he was in the spotlight, 
Eastlake, this venue, this setup, the who gives a shit element of it, yeah, um, was not going to produce, you know, a lot of Brooksy action out there. Yeah, and, and there was a little bit, of course, he birdied like three holes right down the stretch to make his performance this week look better than it was. He was yeah. pretty middling out there, but nothing on earth. I mean, look, this course, do we like this course house? Have you played it? No. I played it a bunch. I have a good good pal down in the ATL. Shout out Gump. Um and it's fine. You know, yeah. it it has what's cool is that the the is there are no members. It's a corporate membership into the thing in the Atlanta area. And it has all the Bobby Jones history and you know, it's been touched by some, you know, it's been touched yeah. by Donald Ross. There's some some yeah. real vintage architecture there. It's it's fine. It's a, yeah, it's I'm, I'm, a fine menu, look, and the the history stuff is very cool inside the the the. It's not even a clubhouse. I don't know what you call it. It's like a more like a museum. I mean, I'm perplexed by the results. I mean, you said Ram and Nash should be in a playoff right now. Ram was fifth off the tee and twenty second in approach. He lost two strokes. He was first around the greens, fourth in putting. Nah made only one bogey. He was 24th off the tee and lost two shots off the tee, but was second in approach. So these guys did it totally differently. I'm not even sure what it takes to do well on this course. When we came in, it, it, was, it seemed to be pretty clear that, that shots gained off the tee was the way that you win this tournament. Uh, you know, Nah obviously uh, threw that to the wind and just was so great with his short game. Other than that, you know, it, I mean, Jocko Neiman playing this course in a minute 50 or an hour 53 <laughs> kind of made a joke of the whole damn thing. I mean, I, he could have played harder and potentially made, you know, another $50,000, but he sort of seemed to concede that he was going to finish DFL, which he almost didn't because fucking Colin Morikawa is lost. And well, no, only, no, he's this, lost. This is, yeah. So he's not lost, Nate. He's hurt. I, I'm absolutely convinced, having watched the entire playoffs, these performances, and this really does dovetail nicely with what I think is the most interesting thing to talk yes. about, because we can really rev up in earnest the intrigue around the the Ryder Cup. Colin Morikawa is hurt. Whatever's going on with his back is has has affected him, is affecting him. The last three, all of the play, he, he skipped the first playoff uh, uh, event. And, you know, the, the caves event, he was near DFL, but you know, it just didn't matter. DFL, he was DFL today. If Jocko Neiman had played in, you know, a, an hour 54 instead of an hour 53, instead <laughs> hey, they he, shot the same score. I mean, come on. He wanted the East Lake, uh, all time, the, the all time, uh, re- which is nothing either. because Wes Bryan has the all time record and it's way cooler than what they did. He worked yes, harder. I, I know, so, but whatever. at least I, I like Jocko at least like taking it yes. for what it is. Th- right. Thank you. Thank you for making it fun and making a mockery of the fact that you can do that and still walk away with not $395,000 because that's what Brooks got for withdrawing with a bad wrist, but instead he's going to make $405,000. So look, there's a ton of money that comes out, but let's get to the meat of this because I I mean, Morikawa was hurt. Yep. Brooks is now definitely hurt and yep. sorry to the barstool guys they're not going to get their lefty thing i mean I, I this is an injury he's had before and of course he assured everybody coming off the course it's fine it's fine it's fine how many times have we heard that about the knee and the hip and whatever else and then you're on the ground and his caddy and and 
and trainer are stretching him out on the sixth tee at, you know, at the PGA at Harding Park last year. And you're like, everything is not fine. Uh, so we, we got that. We got those guys hurt. We got Jordan dropping a plus four today. Did not feel great about him this week. Uh, you know, there's the question is, who are the captain's picks? What are we going to do? Scheffler was plus one on Sunday. Not great this week. He didn't really, you know, separate himself. If you were picking momentum picks, you'd go. Kokrak was sitting there. He played the tournament in six under. Kevin Na looks pretty good. What are we going to do about Patrick Reed? Just, just tell me. <laughs> we we said we'd save it for the pod. So just tell me. I mean, listen. Seventy two Thursday, sixty nine Friday, sixty six Saturday, seventy one today. It appears that he lied about his COVID status. But if you read between the lines, what the press is telling you is what we were talking around on the pod, which is he had COVID and he developed double pneumonia out of that. And hey, that's a bummer. And we're glad that he's okay. Is he in good enough health to play the Ryder Cup? And is he in good enough game form to be on the team? House, what are we doing? Nate Dog, when it comes to the topic of Patrick Reed... I have some news for you that I'm not sure you're going to like. Patrick Don't Reed is going to be on the Ryder Cup team. There is now yeah. no doubt about it whatsoever. It. What he just proved to Captain Stricker is that he is healthy enough to play four rounds of competitive golf. He walked all what? four rounds. He all the, the the mission, and we talked about. We this don't again need weekend at Bernie's show. at Whistling Straits. Come well, on. here's here's the thing, and I I don't have the strokes gained um, data in front of me right this second, but yes. I bet his short game stuff was pretty good because his short game looked pretty good to me. And honestly, that's the only that's the key attribute I think that they'll want out of out of Patrick Reed for the purposes of the Ryder Cup competition. Plus, you have to remember. This is a guy. He has that, to hit drives. Yes, he does have to hit drives. But Nate Dog, the way this is lining up, we have a minimum of five rookies on this Ryder Cup team. Morikawa, mm. a rookie. Cantlay, a rookie. Xander, which is weird. We had to confirm this. We had to do a data check. Uh, confirm that with with some data. Uh, rookie. Uh, Harris English would be a rookie. Daniel Berger's played the President's Cup, but not the Ryder Cup. So five potential rookies. And in this situation where we have potential injuries to Brooksy uh, and Morikawa, now uh, whoever replaced Morikawa, if he's really, truly hurt, um, would also be a rookie. If we get a replacement for Brooksy, maybe maybe not, right? Like So then maybe that brings in Webb Simpson. Um, yeah. You know, maybe because we still have an open question around this alternates idea. We talked about it um, last week's pod. There needs to be alternates, both yeah. for the purposes of the COVID and for this injury, injury dilemma thing, that we're, we're encountering. I just look, you asked about his shots gain numbers. Here they are. He was 20th off the tee out of 29 guys. You're yeah, this is Patrick Reed's shot. Yes. Stro strokes yes. gain. Okay. He's 27th in approach. He lost over five strokes this week. And you're right. He was sixth around the green and eighth in putting. That's, again, out of 30 guys. So I know, but the, I, they're not chumps, right? But on and, the and, alternate and shot. And he was in a hospital the, bed two weeks ago, right? But I, I know he's got to be like on the first good. tee those in are, three weeks. Those are soft hands. They might be what, what Paul Azinger would call Spanish hands. I Why mean, are we you had talking us into Patrick Reed? I'm just telling you. 
I'm not talking us in anything. He's going to be on the team, buddy. God. He's there. He's earned it by way of the point system. He's in the top 12 by points. And he just demonstrated that he's healthy enough to compete. And, and you know, we expect there won't be any setbacks between now and the actual thing. Patrick Reed's playing in the Ryder Cup. I just want you to get in touch with that reality, bro. And and, and Scheffler basically played his way out of any chance this week because he didn't do anything interesting. You have to take Harris English because of his season, but he was not particularly impressive this week. And what's interesting is this is only going to be the second time that Thomas and Bryson and Finau are in this event. So your argument is it's, it, it, it's toxic. It appears that he was untruthful about his health stuff, but we're going to let the piss into the punch bowl because it's a little too sweet right now and we need some bitterness. Well, I, I just, you know, it, it, if the point is to win, if the point of this, and it seems like, you know, the way the Ryder Cup started off, like, you know, poor Samuel Ryder, he, he created this event for the purposes <laughs> of some of the the themes of golf that that some people would argue have been lost. And we would like to see the collegiality, the camaraderie, the, you know, a spirited competition across <laughs> the pond. And and now it's a little bit of, you know, fuck your mama, which we're going to, you know, hear a lot of at Whistling Straits, I expect, Ugh. even with, you know, the the request for improved behavior across the golf world. I mean, I see no. I expect some FYMs out there um, and especially because the Euros are lined up. Sergio Garcia is on the Euro tour, tour and I think Ian Poulter's done enough to get himself on the team. Into yeah. the Euro, yes, onto the Euro team. Both of those guys are going to make the the no Euro doubt. team, which is awesome. We have our villains, right? Ugh. And and Victor looks good, and Rom looked. I mean, the intensity of Rom this whole week was worth the channel flip away from the more interesting golf events in the Corn Ferry Tour in the Solheim. <laughs> Just to see him methodically trying to track down Cantlay. And I don't blame him for thinking it's a stupid format. I, I'm not sure it is a stupid format because I don't have a better idea, but I do think watching Rom just try to reel him in and just relentlessly chasing him was awesome. I think you did text me, though, that him missing the putt on 17 makes you feel better about the Ryder Cup. Well, I mean, you know, he could not make a putt today and he still shot. What did he shoot? He shot six two under. Yeah. Okay. 68. But he, he burned so many edges. He had the opportunity yeah. to take the golf tournament from Patrick Cantley. By the way, Patty, Patty Ice, kind of funny. 17th hole last week, smacked it into the water. 17th mm -hmm. hole this week, got the great good fortune <laughs> of bouncing one off a tree. Then he got a Bermuda launcher that went over the green. He left it in the Bermuda, as as we all are inclined to do with the third, yeah. trying to chip it on. I recognize that shot Tiny a Tiny bit. Oh, I'm so familiar. And but then you know he he uh, there's a reason he's number one on tour this entire season in scrambling. Yeah, he scrambled his way into a bogey and Rom's opportunity to go grab the golf tournament and really turn up the pressure was the putt on 17 and it it touched an edge and went away. So yeah. I, I liked know. his I liked his 218 yard six iron into 18 though. Tiny it, bit of just the tiniest bit of bad luck both on uh, the fact that it didn't land one foot shorter, so it didn't stay on the green, and also his chip for Eagle really could have gone in. It was an awesome chip. Yeah, I, I, I do think that Patty bounced back with a 361-yard drive on the last hole, and then, and then putting that 
he hit a six iron to 11 feet, which was the closest shot into 18 all day. So it, he did stand up, but he does have that moment where he wobbles a bit coming down the stretch before writing himself. So do 30 seconds of this with me. We're, we're going to do uh, superlatives at the end of this calendar year because yeah. I just refuse to, to honor this r- ridiculous fiscal year. Okay. nonsense the stupid tour does but we let's do this your player of the year right this second having watched the conclusion of the tour championship go john rum he was okay. in everything he won one more event than he was given credit for and he performed well in basically all the events that mattered so here's my if i wanted to take a contrarian stance and i'll i'll, I'll try and muster it i don't really feel this but I think Patrick Cantlay has a legitimate um, argument for, for player of the year now. Mm-hmm. And the thing that makes the whole thing t- a tiny bit delicious is John Rahm's COVID at the Memorial created the difference between the two of them entering this tour championship event. If John Rahm had gone on to win the Memorial, whatever points he would have had would have put him undeniably, irrefutably in first place coming into this tour championship event, and he would have won the $15 million. They would have swapped positions, right? But John Even if- did win the Memorial, but for a <laughs> stupid hey, well, rapid look, test. Life. False positive. Life. Oh, fa- false positive. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's where the Nate dog goes. But it is those two guys from that event. Now the... I, I was just trying to come up with an argument for Cantley. I, 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 don't I don't believe think it's it. a bad one. I mean, look, I don't believe it in my bones. But, but I two mean, weeks ago, you were arguing for Morikawa. I'm not. I'm out. He, uh, look, he's hurt. He's look, out. He he can't win. Rom finishes the season first tee to green shots gained, first total, first in scoring average. Ah, he wins the U.S. Open. I just don't know how you don't give it to him. He and and there just was. He was always hanging around the events that mattered. It, even when he didn't win, he was there through the FedEx Cup playoffs, through the majors. But look, uh, there's a whole lot of crown and a patty ice right now. Uh, I would like to see uh, him do this in a major, not just a tournament in which he, who happens to be a good front runner, by the way, he got to sleep on a lead and got an advantage. He is a good front runner. Um, I'm excited to see him on that Ryder Cup stage. He really did show us something. I like Patty Ice. It's a good nickname. I'm glad we got some uh uh smiles from him, him in well, the press conference that. today. We got we got somebody time coached with, him up. We got some time with him the whole week and he was pretty candid. Like he's got yeah, um he a head on his shoulders that's Very attractive. Thoughtful. We like we we like some of the stuff that we heard him on the Bryson thing, he I thought he was very judicious. He's like, look, uh, if we're in this world where you're going to go on to social media and try and make yourself a prominent public figure, then you got to take some of the heat that goes along with it. On the other hand, it's out of order with how we do our world in golf. I thought that was pretty thoughtful. I mean, you know, it, it covered the bases. And we, we're talking about this tension, and we're going to keep talking about it. And especially, I think, in the context of the Ryder Cup, like there is a coarseness um, that has now encroached into the American sporting public's behavior. Encroach? I don't know. It's it's landed there already. Yeah, I mean, look, you got. We talked about it. The, the anonymity of sitting in your basement for eighteen months, yelling at people on Twitter, is carrying over to the golf course right now. And I do think, for all the criticism of the commissioner coming up and talking about Bryson, 
it felt like it threw a little bit of cold water on that by the time this tournament ended this week. Well, I'm interested in seeing the behavior at the Ryder Cup because yeah. we we have a reputation now. We have plenty of evidence, too, of, you know, pushing the envelope in terms of the behavior and the fan involvement it's, it's in that event, right? Yeah. So, so I want to bring it back on the Ryder Cup just to be totally clear about what we think is going to happen here. With Patrick Reed in. He's in. So... Who is getting the shaft here, assuming Brooks Kepka stays in and heals up? The guy who gets screwed off the team is whoever was going to get the, the nod between Webb Simpson, Scott Scheffler, Kokrak Burns, Horschel, Nah. And by the way, you, you could come out of this week and make a compelling argument for Nah, Horschel, Kokrak for sure. Berger's 12th. Berger's going to get it. That's the answer. The only yeah, yeah. way that Webb or Scheffler get in is if they yeah, create... If they create um, alternates, right, or and somebody we have, gets sick, we have pullouts. So you think it's going to be the top twelve in points? He's not going to pull yeah. anybody from further down the list. He doesn't need it. What? Why? Why buy the headache? What's the point of taking on the headache at, at this stage of the game? What would the principal basis be for rolling uh, out Daniel Berger and rolling in um, Webb Simpson? I'll tell you, you wouldn't roll out Daniel Berger. Berger's in. Okay. You would you would get a phone call from Spieth and Thomas, who are on a Challenger jet back to Jupiter, Florida, right now, and they call <laughs> over the Wi-Fi network to Stricker, and they go, "I don't want him on the fucking team. We don't want him on the team. We we got through this dinner with Bryson and Brooks this week. You know, it's going to be bad enough. We can't have him in the locker room if we're going to win." That's the case. I mean, I love the intrigue of it. I love the drama of it. But what's the incentive for those it's, guys? It's Jordan keeping Isaiah off the Olympic team. <laughs> which one is which one of Jordan of Justin Thomas or Jordan Spieth is is Michael Jordan? In I this? think I think you have to mash them together. It's the, together, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's Justin Spieth. Okay, all yeah, right. It's just it's Justin Spieth. Uh, do, you, do they do that to my man Reed? That's the question. Would they do him like that? Would they do Patrick Reed like that? He just survived. I mean, he literally was on on death's door. If we believe the story, I don't mean to make light of it. By the way, I mean no, it, no, no. I it, it was glad definitely that he's healthy. Yeah, it I was mean, definitely fucking serious. It was serious enough for him to have to drive fifteen hours because his doctor told him don't get in an airplane with right. your lungs in this condition. Well, and we talked about that. Like something's not totally right because he's road tripping. I think yeah. he, he got, uh, at, at best, he got confused about whether he was tested for COVID coming in the hospital or not. At worst, you know, <laughs> he didn't want to talk about what actually happened there. Uh -huh. I, I just, I think, I, I think it's still an open question. I think you're right. Patrick Reed's going to be on the team, but I, I just don't, don't put out of your mind the possibility of some last second drama here. Look, Phil is now a vice captain. Phil's very close to Bryson DeChambeau post-match. He's a big advocate for Bryson. So th there's going to be some, uh, you know, uh, some behind the scenes machinations that we aren't totally clear exactly how this thing's going to wind up. Although I think you're probably right. The top 12 guys in the points are going to get it. If you ask me right this second um, to make a, a guess as to how this is going to play out, what I, my guess is that Brooks is going to pull out because he's hurt. Really? And, and Webb is going to slide in. I mean, that that injury sucks. It's really? It's a sucky I, that would be my guess. Just my gut instinct because of all of the health stuff we've seen with Brooks Kepka 
over the last, you know, it's really two uh, years, going on two years. My instinct, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm dead wrong. I want Brooks Koepka wow. in the Ryder Cup. I'm just nervous. I'm worried. I think he'll be out. I think Webb will be in, and I think we'll have two alternates, and the alternates will be Scotty Scheffler and Kevin Na. That would be my guess. I think okay. Kevin Na earned today. I think he and did over too. the course of the whole season, and I we think he did too. I love his veteran kind of presence. He's a veteran on tour, is what I'm talking about. His I, I think I would pay ten dollars a day to just get to see him walking in putts on Whistling Straits. He's got he's got some swag. Like yes, America can get behind Kevin Na. The golf public is already there. Yeah, he doesn't do so well with noise in his backswing and movement. That's the only thing I worry about. He, he's one of the guys who just gets rattled by that shit. But he also loves the crowd and he loves the walk in. I don't know. I I think he, if any, like you said, he 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 advanced his stat. He was not in the conversation even last week for as well as he played. But he definitely is in the conversation for me now. Yeah, I mean he he he's he's play he's in the playoff right now with John Rahm. They're gonna figure out who's gonna <laughs> we'll win the tour championship. Yeah. They're on the they're on the ninth playoff hole. They just keep playing eighteen over yeah. and over and over again. Yep. This episode is brought to you by Evernorth Health Services. Costs shouldn't get in the way of life changing care, and Evernorth is doing everything in their power to make that possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best. It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that'll benefit your bottom line. It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because they're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power or style ebay motors has you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you will always find exactly what you're looking for and with ebay guaranteed fit your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. 
Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. House, are we going to win the Ryder Cup? Well, did I confess this out loud on this podcast yet? I don't know, but you might as well, because we're going to spill the beans in some other format. So you might as well just tell them what I've known for a month. I bet against them. I mean, I just think it's crazy. I do think that the European formula of, you know, some some chemistry, making sure that there are vets who can provide some some protection for the young guys, um, just the, the, the overall approach that the Euros take. It's a winning formula. And, you know, I I respect the attempt by the U.S. team to create pods and come up with this, you know, approach where guys who get along can sort of, you know, spend time together um, and not have to necessarily try and and get along with the entirety, although it's not that many guys. But, uh, you know, I I we tried the U.S. did after the debacle at Glen Eagles with Tom Watson and and, and Phil Mickelson. To cr- create a, a kind of, of, you know, collegiality, camaraderie amongst our team where the guys can rally and root for each other. It's just not in the U.S. players mentality. We've touched on it before. These yeah. guys are all independent operators. A lot of them are pals. A lot of yeah. the young guys are pals. We like to see it, but they're not. It, there just isn't that kind of, of camaraderie. And so I and the Euro team is is stacked like. Rom, Rory, uh, 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 Hovland, like they're, they're good. <laughs> it's a good they're team. Good at golf. They're formidable. Yeah. Ty, Ty Hatton is, you know, is, 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 has been good sometimes. He's a bum <laughs> in the majors. So I don't know what, I'm, I don't you know, know what, to, what expect. to do about that. There are some names out there on that Euro team. That's like, those are formidable yeah. guys. Sergio and Poulter, both, you know, heavyweights, Ryder Cup heavyweights. There's no doubt about that. The thing that made me nervous and, and you will attest to the fact that on this pod, we have been talking about our concerns about the Ryder Cup from a U.S. perspective for a year. Literally last September, we talked about it, and then we said, all right, it's too early, but I'm a little worried about it. The thing for me that put me over the edge this week was Stricker coming out and dropping the bomb that Eldrick Tiger Woods is not going to be there and that he's just not in good enough physical shape to be there. And so that, why did that feel like a bomb to you? Because I really thought that with Tiger on site, he could sort mm. of alpha these guys mm. into like Phil's almost becoming like the happy clown in a good way, you know, but I, I don't know that he's maybe he's going to walk in the room, and give people a beat down the way he did, you know, on the Watson side and behind the scenes, he's going to be tough. But it's going to take a lot of buy in for that. Like if Tiger Woods is there, he could just radiate the 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 shit that's going to be in that locker room out of the room i feel like and with him not there it feels a little loose i just this is a great point i really agree with you i strongly agree with you there is a palpable measurable difference between what tiger physically would be able to convey yeah in that room against what he's going to convey on zoom calls yeah (laughs) yeah exactly i mean look it's going to be a tiger woods podcast to these poor guys they played hard for him at the president's cup there was no drama in that yeah. locker room yeah and and here you know look i think there's a lot of respect for stricker there's no doubt 
but I, I just, I think it actually matters that Tiger's not going to be there because, to your point, um, you, you know, when you bet on the, when we'll talk about this, but when you bet on the Ryder Cup, the first decision you have to make is, does team chemistry matter or not? And if you really believe it doesn't, then you're going to bet on the U.S. because we got more golfers who are at the top of the world rankings. But if you don't, and if you look at the history of this event, it suggests that team chemistry matters. You're going to have a lot of concerns for all the reasons we just listed. Patrick Reed's probably going to be in the room. Uh, Bryson and Brooks are probably going to be in the room. And, you know, Spieth and Thomas will be in there sort of sneering at all of them. Who, who knows? It's not going to be a great bunch of hang time that happens with that team. Well, you, there is an interesting thing here. If Brooks genuinely is injured, right? I know. Doesn't I that know. change? Maybe I need to go hedge my bet. I need to figure out I how know. I'm going to hedge this. If you if really it's think Webb, Brooks is pulling out. If Webb is Bryson's handler. Now, Webb and Bryson did not have a great um, outcome in France, but like none of our, our guys um, had, had really, Nobody's really great. Yeah, I mean, nobody played I, But he's also France. a lot better now than he was in France. This is a different golfer than Excellent he was point. in France. Yes, so, and different so, golf course, most most importantly. Uh, yes, and he's going to eat it the fuck up. So he is going to eat it. This nobody this we'll hear this 5000 times between this the when we publish this podcast and the Thursday of the Ryder Cup. Just think about that Jason Day driving performance right. when he won the PGA Championship and drove the mother effing ball it felt like 300. It was, it got to the point where Jordan Spieth is laughing, walking yeah. up. He's like, I can't believe how far you hit this, Jason. And he's playing with him in the final twosome yeah. at the PGA Championship on Sunday. And Spieth is like, I just can't believe how far. He's, Wait till we see beefy Bryson out there. I know. Now I'm I talking know. myself into the USA. God, I, I know. Well, speaking of, look, uh, this podcast will be up early enough, either su Sunday night, we're, we're taping this as a Sunday night after the tour championship. Um, it'll be up either tonight or first thing tomorrow morning. The thing that you need to watch the, the, the truly important golf that's relevant and worth watching is happening in Toledo, Ohio. It's yes, the it Solheim is. cup at yes, Irina, Inverness. Why hasn't there been any major championships? I know that Andrew green's uh, restoration was done and it finished in 2018 Inverness needs to be in the Rota. It it, what awesome. a golf course. Holy mother F. Yeah, it, it's, it looks terrific. And the drama is great. And the play has been pretty damn good. And I'm loving everything about it. It was a lot more interesting than what was on NBC, unfortunately. Well, we have, you know, some great storylines among um, both sides of the, of the pond for uh, the, the, the women. And, and, you know, there, there is genuine collegiality camaraderie, but some breakthrough performances already. Jennifer Cupcho, uh, some unbelievable stones. And we kind of had that, that a premonition with that. She showed us the preview when she won the very first ever, um, women's tournament at, uh, Augusta national, the junior, um, the, right. the uh, amateur event, spectacular, um, stones on, on Jennifer Cupcho, so to speak. Um, but the U.S. battled back. They were down five and a half to two and a half or five and a half to one and a half, whatever it was after day one, battled all the way back. It's nine to seven going into singles tomorrow. Nelly got to step up tomorrow. Turn on your television and watch this unbelievable golf course and, and these, these women um, go out and kick ass. It's awesome. Yeah. Also worth giving a shout out to Justin Lauer, who made three birdies on the back nine in the Corn Ferry Tour Championship to get himself into the very last spot making the PGA tour. Uh, he, he, they interviewed him yesterday 
and he broke down in tears. Yeah, uh, that was cool. And it was just cool. I, I, I walked with him and his wife in uh, in Columbus last week, and uh, couldn't be a better guy. And just a great gutsy performance down the stretch to get his card and finally get himself up to the tour. So there's been some great golf. Justin Lauer, open invitation to come on Fairway Rolling anytime you want, brother. We Absolutely. we would love to celebrate that story. It's a it's it's great every year. You you more than anybody in the golf world, I hear. Um, really dive into the drama of the of the relegation that occurs. But the, you know when we have these success stories out of the Corn Ferry, a true playoffs where guys are truly playing for their effing careers. Yeah. Um, the drama is is real and the grind is real and the outcomes are, are real outcomes like with the homie breaking down because he accomplished something that's been his life dream. Um, Nate Dog, speaking of life dream, we're going to take a little bit of a break, but we are back uh, as the Ryder Cup comes into focus. We're going to have a couple previews. We're going to do uh, some green rooming and we'll have a Ryder Cup immediate reaction um, right after the, the cup has, uh, you know, I think landed say with the Euro, but look, I don't know, you know, we'll, we'll just see how it all plays out. I mean, you know, I, we don't have to predict any of that stuff right now. You're Between, the guy who plays the Soviet union and bubble hockey at the arcade. You, you, you're against us. Come on. I, I just like winners. I just like Fair winning. Enough. That's I like all. money. Yeah. Birdie buddies, Eagle enthusiasts, all of our par saving pals out there. Thanks for listening along we got great feedback last week nate dog i heard from a ton of people about the conversation with kbv um enjoying the pod thank you to everybody we're back in just a couple weeks with the whole rider cup preview breakdown analysis and maybe some wagering tips i mean uh you know that, that that's a very fun thing to have occurring right as the nfl season gets going you know Fill up your dance card. Why don't Why not? Get some golf parlays, some cross-sport golf football parlays. It's all out there, my Eagle enthusiasts. Until then, let's all hit them straight out there. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.